guys, welcome back to Queen Frost No Chaser Podcast. I hope everybody is having a awesome day. You have to excuse me, guys. Um, I am having allergy issues, so if my voice goes in and out, that is what's going on. So, I want to talk about family. Um, keep in mind, you know, I had a very deep conversation and just in the sense of doing research and getting an understanding about people's different perspectives of how they grew up, um, how they were raised, how they were treated. And, you know, it's a lot of interesting things that came along with that. Um, what I want to first, I want to start off saying is nobody and no family should ever feel like the black sheep they're unloved, they're not wanted around, um, or they're devalued, or, you know, their accomplishments don't mean much of anything like that, because see, right now, guys, we're going through a traumatic time in history, we're going through a revolutionary change at this point, and, you know, that is facts, we really are, especially in a time where, you know, we're in another bout of civil rights, protesting, marching, and all of that stuff. But the difference is we don't have any more Malcolm X's or Martin Luther King's or, you know, any major strong figures of that matter. We have a generation that's raising up and saying enough is enough. But when it comes down to family, y'all, we have to do better as people. It's okay for someone to be different. It's okay for somebody to have a different ideology of different. And I know for some children growing up, it was hard because your parents may not been who you needed them to be or you wanted them to be. And it's a fact. It, it happens a lot, you know. Because I can understand, understandably, I was one of those people that came out of that environment. I was a product of that. So, what am I saying? Like, at the end of the day, you know, in families, there is true that there tends to be favoritism. And, and it really is favoritism. In families as well where people choose and pick who they want to spoil and love and um, do do for now this in a sense if you think about what it does to a psyche of a child that sees this it ultimately starts crushing them and that's just a fact of what happens and then you have people that grow up into adults where they can't trust anybody they can't let anybody in um they really don't want to be bothered with anybody because when all the time they wanted to be loved they couldn't get it back you know what i'm gonna tell you this if you are a person who has children okay and or grandchildren children grandchildren um however you want to put it uncle you know nieces nephews all this other stuff there is 
Love doesn't take sides. Love doesn't have show favoritism. Because the same way uh, you love one, you should love them all. And unfortunately, in the 80s, I grew up in the 80s. I'm an 80s baby. Um, When you ultimately... I grew up in those times and during those time frames and I still believe it is that way today to a certain people I mean I've just noticed today that a lot of parents will let go of their daughters faster than they let go of their sons and throw them out there into the world but you know guys you know as we grow up and we come out of this Um, cycle or this point of our life I'm going to tell you this it's very important that we seek healing from our trauma we seek to get understanding about ourselves and healing even though we figured that we all we have it all the way planned out and pegged and understood ourselves there's a lot of things that we will tend to miss if we are um, so sure of our you know, lead your intelligence that sometimes you'll miss the big picture. And for me, I didn't miss the big picture. Um, like I said, for me, what I went through a lot of times, even though it seemed like I had everything given to me, um, I did not, you know, come out of my situation unscathed. Like, I was jacked up on the inside. And yeah, they gave and did things for me, but it wasn't always free. It's because legally, one, as an adult, if you have children or whatever, and you don't want to go to the system, you legally have to, you know? So, and you know what? That's just, that's just facts. Was I blessed in a way and was I cursed in a way? Yes. But my life was no better than anybody I grew up with because we all had a form of dysfunction. And I won't ever detract from anybody else's personal life experience. I can speak of mine, but I can't really say much on anybody else's. So... Keep in mind, and this is just going to a little story time and just to get into the point of this episode. Um, See, I was the firstborn grandchild. So, of course, it's always appeared that I've always had everything handed to me. Everything was given to me. Everybody loved and cared to me, cared for me. I was always back and forth between family. In most cases like today, my situation came out of children having children like it goes on much today there's a lot of children having children and you know the fact is my father had me when and he you know when he was 19 my parents got me at a very young age so not having that time to be um who they wanted to be or go out and do all the things that they wanted to do so I'm going to tell you, back in that day, I can tell you 
the family dysfunction was real. It was a lot of misguided people. Um, and I stand by the fact that you can't judge on what somebody was thinking or what they were going through because you felt like you were unloved or something. That's not something that we can digress because we don't know what was going through our minds as children. As children, you can only um, articulate so much of what's really going on. And the fact is, and really the big truth is, when you notice that people don't know how to love you the fact is it has nothing to do with you they don't know how to love themselves they were never taught or shown what it was supposed to look like or how it's supposed to feel or anything else and a lot of times also I've noticed over time is I see a lot of parents um deflecting what how they feel about themselves onto their children and it's causes a very unfair uh, situation so that leads to a lot of family members that's just want to break off and they want to go and be to themselves and um distance themselves and not want to come around because the fact is it's true there's no worse feeling in the world than having to feel as if you are not wanted or you're not uh welcome or anything else but I'm going to tell you this, as adults, as we get older, we have to understand this point. We can't keep blaming them for how we are. As children, there are certain things, you know, in, you know, in the 80s, if you had strict uh, certain people, there are certain things you can do as a kid that you can do now. Like me, I'm the type of person, I don't give a care who... Messes. I don't give a care who interacts with me, who doesn't interact with me, who calls me, who doesn't call me, who isn't present in my life and who is present in my life. Because at the end of the day, I'm so busy loving myself the way I want to be loved. I need to be loved that I'm not concerned with how, whoever else comes along because at the end of the day, you have to love yourself and you have to treat yourself with that amount of respect because at the end of the day because you couldn't get it from somebody else don't mean that you should not that you shouldn't give it to yourself you have to and you can't and like I said facts are sometimes look parents ain't perfect and everybody you wants to go throw the blame game on the parents as well because like I said a lot of times like these trauma kids and they're going through is due to the parents it has nothing to do with the kids at all it has to do with their upbringing it has to do with their belief system it has to do with all of these things but innately everything that goes around this parent affects the child and that is a fact but see here's the problem that a lot of adults make as, as they grow up and they come up out of this stage of they grow they're growing up and they feel like they've been on their own for a very long time and stuff the problem that people mistake is they think they mistake moving on as healing. Now, I'm going to tell you this, and I did this in a post um, on my social media. Um, moving on versus healing versus combining the two 
are three separate things. Now, healing is the affirmation that you're taking the time to heal from whatever has tried to destroy you in life. It has wounded you in life. It has caused you a lot of dismay in life and disappointment. It's taking that time to heal so that way you can actually move on. It doesn't mean that you have not moved on. It means you're taking that time to heal from this so you can go on and be the better version of yourself and not stay in this victim role. Because the healers that's going to be going through these phases of healing in the most healthiest way possible, in the best way possible, in the wisest way possible, are the ones that's going to succeed faster. Now, you got people that just rather move one situation. Just rather move on from it. Like, they don't want to deal with it. Like, they just want to rather go. Here's the problem with just moving on. You can move on from a situation, but if you are still hurt and torn, you haven't done any part of the healing process with yourself, therapy, whatever it is that you have to do, so that way you can go enjoy the life that you are creating for yourself. Often people find that moving on, you still find yourself unhappy. Family situations will still cause you a bit of grief and you will feel some kind of way when you get around people. Because here's the thing about healing though, not to take away from detract from what I'm saying about moving on. Healing allows you to better respond to stimuli that has caused you trauma and a lot of times when you are unhealed you have a way of reacting to a past trauma that is not healthy it doesn't do any good it's you can tell somebody who hasn't healed properly from a trauma they just moved on and that just signifies that it's a fear it's not even so much a fear it's the thing that you don't want to deal with it you want to ignore you just want to move on with your life and hope it goes away but you have to heal for you to be the best version of yourself because the dangers of being an unhealed person from any situation or experience in your life and trying to move on really doesn't work because see here's the problem with that yeah you can some people have successfully done it but it come it came with a price but the fact is here's the biggest fact you run the risk of poisoning yourself with things It's just like if you have an open wound and if it's not treated properly, and this is much like traumas or really bad experiences are, if you don't heal from these things, you run the risk of poisoning yourself. And not just poisoning yourself, poisoning other people because of your experience. You run the risk of doing a lot of things when you go, just try to go off and move on instead of healing and moving on. See, healing and moving on is like a win-win strategy because while you're moving on, you're healing. You're doing the healing process. You're going to counseling. You're, you know, um, deducing your feelings. You're trying to get down to the point where you can move on and be satisfied with you, your life, the foundation that you are now building because often in times if you don't break up that old foundation that you once grew up on that old foundation will still crack 
it'll still crumble and it'll get so unstable that when it's time for you to be very lucid, it's very time it's time for you to be very mindful and awoke, you won't be able to. Because instead of healing and breaking up that groundwork and fixing it, nobody said in history that um, breaking up that foundation that you originally started with at birth wasn't going to hurt. Yes, you're going to cry, you're going to scream, you're going to kick, you're going to have a hard time. But the sooner that you start making the repairs to these things, and here's the and here's the other thing about this. Some people are always looking for somebody to apologize to them. The fact is, a lot of people will never own up to what they did to you. A lot of people will point the finger at you. A lot of people will never take credit where credit is due. So sometimes you just got to face the fact that you may not ever get an apology from this person. And what I want to impress upon people is love the people who love you. You know, you can't control other people's emotions and how they choose to deal and what they choose to do. That's just not something you can do. It's just like if you have a father and he's just not interested in being a dad and stuff. Look, at the end of the day, everybody's not meant to be parents and some people shouldn't be. But see, here's the whole thing. You cannot force somebody to love you the way you want them to if they're not emotionally mature enough to do it if they're not um psychologically mature enough to do it because there's a lot of parents that have children these days that they're not even there for that for some odd reason they have their children find a way trying to reach out to them and trying to get them to love them and trying to get them to be a part of their life look i understand it it's going to hurt but you can't make or force. No matter what you do, even if you send them pictures of you, if you send them pictures of your babies, if you send just say happy Father's Day or happy Mother's Day or happy whatever's day to them, you can't force someone to love you properly because at the end of the day, they don't know how to love themselves properly. So they're not going to love you properly. So why would you want that love, that type of love in the first place? But see, sometimes parents are not aware of the damage that they do to their kids. Because I'm one of the people where I went through therapy alone. Like I didn't have anybody backing me. I didn't have any family. Nobody came with me. Um, a lot of people are under the theory with me that, oh, I had people with me and they went to therapy with me. No, they didn't. It's something I did for myself because I got tired of feeling like this helpless victim that couldn't, that just couldn't get a break. It's about taking control of your life. And sometimes you got to be willing to heal from it so you can move on. Because like I said, the problem with just doing one or the other, they come with, they come with risk. If you start healing from it, yes, you'll have a better chance at moving on and being a better version of yourself. But if you just move on from an unhealed experience, one, you risk the chance of poisoning yourself, like I said. Two, you risk the chance of having, you know, leaking your own, um, 
your own miseries and your own heartaches on your kids. Um, you 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 tend you tend you'll sabotage a lot of things just because you didn't want to go through that healing process, and then you're surprised why a lot you have a hard time dealing with people. How a person chooses to deal with disconnecting from people is their prerogative and their choice. And I believe in that. <clears throat> now, I will say that you have the right to walk away from any situation that does, does not benefit you, that is not healthy for you. But at the same time, what you owe it to yourself to do is make sure that you are taking the time to really heal. So that way you can go on and be the best person you can be. Because a lot of people are fooled to the contrary that if I move on from something and I just walk away from it, it'll go away. If you don't go through those proper channels of healing from it, you will toxify your environment. You will toxify everything around you. And you won't even be aware of it because to you, what you're doing is normal. And a lot of times it's not normal. And that's where people, a lot of people find themselves in a situation in toxic situations they'll find themselves in really bad relationships because they haven't healed from it because they'll they don't realize that they're running right back into the same atmosphere that they had been running from before or they left before you find people that will poison end up poisoning themselves trying to be the martyr and some people want to heal some people want to heal and move on with their life so they can be the best version some people want to still play the victim somewhere along the line so somebody will feel sorry it comes a time in your life when you got to stop feeling sorry for yourself and you have to take your power back as a child you only had so much power but as an adult you have power but you have to use it And you can use that power you got to take control of your life, to take it back, to make it what you need it to be. But the whole thing is, you got to understand, you can't control everybody else around you. And a lot of people, they get into, you know, they argue about whose situation was worse. And I put like this, and my situation, anybody else's situation, mine ain't no better than what anybody else's is. It's just all about how we choose to proceed moving on from them like me honestly i'm more of i'm gonna go through my healing type of person and then i like as i'm going through my healing i am moving on but i'm healing so that way when i am done with that healing and moving on i'm not going to take a past experience that i had and let it toxify and poison whatever I'm trying to build for my life at this moment okay that's not okay so no nobody can argue with me that my situation is lesser than theirs or mine is worse than theirs because at the end of the day we all had different perspectives we all had different narratives but the important thing is the big fact You have to understand, yes, you had a horrible chapter in your life. 
maybe many horrible chapters in your life. But if you don't learn to change that narrative and take that power back, so that way you can create the life that you want, you deserve wholeheartedly and heal. And so that way you're not doing the same thing that your parents are doing. You're not doing the same thing that the people who hurt you are doing. You know, that are hurting you are doing or that are they have hurt you because a lot of times people don't realize this an unhealed person it's just you will infect yourself you will poison yourself you people will hold on to some things that they need to heal from and let go and move on with their life and make the best of the life that they have they will rather poison themselves and holding on to it instead of letting it go once they heal you got some people that soul that pain them is strangling them so bad they can't realize that they're sinking even if it looks like they're doing well because i'm gonna tell you this once upon a time like i said i was my situation was something else but i was angry like it wasn't rage my anger was more out of frustration it was it was, I ain't gonna lie, it was bad, you know, and I just, I was a reactor, so I reacted to everything, like, my anger caused me to be explosive that way when I was a child, and nobody bothered to figure out why that was, so when I figure out, since nobody's going to care to help me heal my heal was causing me to be angry let me go look deep and find out within myself what's the problem how do i fix it how do i overcome this let me learn some coping skills let me do something to help myself because if nobody else is going to help me overcome this or be in my corner i need to be the one to take action so keep in mind i'm i went through therapy sessions i went through medications I went through uh, programs. I had to go through all of that. Even when people thought I was crazy or I sounded crazy for me trying to do what was best for me. I stopped caring about that because at the end of the day, if somebody really cared that I was trying to be better or I wanted to be better or whatever the situation was, they would have been there with me, riding with me. But a situation, and it happens all the time, there's a lot of situations and families that go unaddressed that need to be addressed. And see, the whole thing is some people, some of us that didn't have these traumas want to go through and pe- tell people what they need to do and they need to change. Fact is, some people are setting their ways. There's nothing you can do about somebody setting their ways and they don't see nothing wrong with what was going on at the time. Or even maybe now. You can't do it. You can't make anybody change. You can't force anybody to change. The only person that you can change is yourself. Now, out of these experiences, there's been a lot of people that have come out of abusive homes, uh, homelessness, not having a home, not having a mom, or maybe not having a dad, or maybe having both of them kind of absent, being um, passed around to different people until somebody gets tired of taking care of them and stuff. There's a lot of people out there who have made the choice to do something healthy and good for them 
in the best way possible to improve their quality of life. No, you can't. They could. They realized they couldn't go back and change what happened to them. That's not something that's doable. And, you know, that's just big facts. However, you can change that narrative and get that healing. So that way you no longer have to feel like the victim. You no longer have to feel like that person that you were as a child. You don't have to feel that way. But some people make that choice and keep playing that card. Because a lot of times people get to the point where they're, they get tired of your woe is me. Like, I understand you went through a situation, but what are you doing to correct that with yourself? What are you doing to heal yourself? What are you doing to get yourself to be the better version of who you're trying to become? And I think that is so important to understand. I just want to make people aware. Be more aware of what's going on with your family. Be conscious of how you're treating one another. Be conscious of how you're loving one another. Okay? Be ever so mindful of that. Because you don't know who you are traumatizing. Because for a kid, a little little things can be traumatizing. You know? My biggest thing was I had people trying to make me into somebody that I wasn't. or And it was hard. They was trying to block me from being who I wanted to be. And that was myself. Because one, I was independent for, my, for being young. Two, you know, if I had my mind set on something like I pretty much do today in my adult life, I did it. And there was nothing you could do to dissuade me any other way. You know, do I feel bad that some people end up taking the blame or have people point their fingers at them for stuff that I made the choice to do? Yes, I do. I'm like, I feel like they shouldn't have done that because at the end of the day, I did whatever I did because I wanted to. It had nothing to do with anything else. It had nothing to do with them. It had something to do with me. It was a choice that I made. But a lot of times people will do that and use that against you as a form of malice but to end this podcast episode 21 I want to tell people if you have gone through a traumatic time if you have gone through something that is so heartbreaking especially growing up if you need to seek therapy if you need to seek help if you need to talk to somebody please go sit down go do it go make these things happen for you Go through that healing process so that way you can help successfully and healthily move on and pick up better habits. So that way you are not still going to perpetrate the victim role that you took on as maybe as a youth or whatever point in your life that this trauma happened in. Um, Take that time and understand you can't change people. If people are going to change, they're going to change. And sometimes you got to understand, 
I know there's a lot of people that we want to love us. We want them in their in our life. We want them to appreciate us and value us. But people will show you who they are. And sometimes it's a blessing not to have them there knowing how they love. Because knowing then having them have their and knowing they're loving in a less than loving way or treating you in a certain way might be the best thing for them not to have be not to be in the picture in the first place but guys you have to understand healing has to happen intravenously while you're moving on because if you are not healing and you're still walking around with a gaping wound that you allow to constantly bleed out that you ignore you will bleed out on other people including your kids you will bleed you know you will bleed out so much that you will find yourself in a deeper hole than what you started in and you will most definitely poison yourself trying to move on from something very unhealed so combine the two don't just try to do one and ignore the other do both because these two things walk hand in hand so guys i hope you took something positive away from this podcast today because it's a very serious topic it's something that has been on my mind for a while you know and it's a conversation that I feel like every family needs to have everybody needs to have and it shouldn't be bottled up it shouldn't be a secret it shouldn't be something that you feel like you have to hold back from people because if you don't open your mouth and say what your truth is Regardless if they accept that truth or not, your truth is being told. So beyond that, guys, stay tuned um, to later on today. My guest for on the podcast, Danita Royal, will be on here. We'll be going into the nonprofit organization, what it's about, and all this other good stuff. And um, definitely some personal notes and maybe some events. So stay tuned, guys.